Hey guys, this is Freddie Correa, and I am backstage of LA Comedy Club while Patrick Garrity is on stage killing it, and he's uh, headlining all week um, at LA Comedy Club inside the Strat. And they're changing the name from the Stratosphere to the Strat. And also performing with him is Ricky Reyes. So we're going to try to schedule this week uh, an episode with those two funny motherfuckers. Um, you've heard Patrick Garrity on my podcast before with Scratch Cummings in the past. Uh, it's been a long time, but he is one of my favorite comedians to watch. Now today on the episode, I have Matt Slayer. He is the host of And Now We Drink podcast. You can check out his IMDb uh, and also go to andnowwedrink.com. You can find him on Twitter, Matt underscore Slayer, S-L-A-Y-E-R. He has an amazing podcast. Uh, he's had Sam Tripoli, Tony Hinchcliffe, Red Band, a lot of porn stars. And um, <clears throat> on the most recent episode, he has Autistic Thunder. And if you don't know who that is, go check out. Start with that episode. He is a fucking very funny uh, comedian. His name's full name is Joshua Meyerowitz. And he's known as Autistic Thunder. But if you listen to podcasts like uh, Kill Tony... That Squad, Chronicles, all those podcasts, um, you'll know. who uh, Steve Simone, he's been on Steve Simone's podcast. But anyway, he's a great guest. And listen to And Now We Drink with Matt Slayer. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Sorry I'm being quiet, but... Oh, shit. I gotta go. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. Yo soy Juanita. Pero no soy sueltecita ¿Tú crees que porque estoy vestida así Soy una puta? Oye, yo vengo de una familia muy católica No, mijito Yo no mamo ninguna pinga I bumped into her at the Coco Cabana Down in Cuban Town In Little Havana I asked her her name She said, Juanita, I just had to ask, cause I just had to meet her. I heard of fast girls, but she's a speeder. She said she was hungry and told me to feed her. So I got an espresso and a hot burrito. You look real sweet, you fine senorita. Mama la pinga, madecita. It's a black thing, baby, so you know it's sweeter. Okay, Juanita, now I must be your guy. She said Juanita's my nickname. Call me Spanish Fly. Bueno, tal vez te pueda hacer el favor. Pero solo si tú me mamas la chocha Y después yo te mamo la pinga Sigue Black girls, white girls And here we are once again um, Thanks for the invite podcast with my guest today Matt Slayer What's up Matt? What's going on Freddie? How you doing? Hearing you loud and clear right here on the Uh High-speed internet, Wi-Fi, voice over IP, pretty much. That's what we're doing, right? Sure. Sounds good. We're in the fucking future, baby. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it only took us a little bit to set up, but hey. Yeah, my fucking technology fail over here. Ah. Try, to, try to do it the easy way, and technology is like, nah, fuck you. Break <laughs> out a whole fucking soundboard. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you sound really clear, and you're like, yeah, I'm using my $500 mic. 
Shit. We're like podcast yeah. nerds, man. <laughs> yeah, this is um my fucking Shore BH50. It's an announcer headset. Oh, this nice. is what I this is what I use inside strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What what do you do in st- strip clubs when you're there? What what kind of gigs are you doing? So occasionally I host at Spearmint Rhinos, Dames and Games, Topless Sports Bar and Grill in lovely Van Nuys or downtown Los Angeles, Caliente Cage Rage, which is... <laughs> Sorry, I had to go No, into keep cheesy, going, keep going. Cheesy announcer voice there. <laughs> so what it is is full contact girls cage fighting. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. And you're, you're the Bruce Buffer? <laughs> uh, I'm more like the color commentator. So they have me come out and do the podcast cage side while the fights are happening. Oh, it's badass. What's the what's that podcast? Uh, it's just it goes up as a regular and now we drink episode. Oh, cool, man! And your podcast is and now we drink. Last I checked. And uh, for the listeners, you could go to his website, Matt's website, and go to and now you drink dot com. You can check out the episodes there. You can find it on iTunes. I listen to it on a. Um, off app like a, it's called pocket cast um it, any, always, anything that's on itunes you could grab it on a pocket cast too go ahead what were you saying i always recommend laughable for the ios users i was gonna ask you about that you're one of the first people i met that uses uh laughable um i always hear it on a lot of podcasts but you're like the first person i'm like oh shit you're laughable when i met you in new york yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty cool, dude. How, how'd you get into Laughable? I uh, the way I got into Laughable was the LA Podfest in 2016. Uh-huh. Uh, Ned, the CEO, was there, and I just happened to have some drinks with him through because I'm walking around with a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and he was impressed with my bullshit and put us on the app. It's real. <laughs> it's real easy to get on there. They will add anybody as long as you drop them an email. That's cool, man. I, I've heard him on um, Robert Kelly's podcast. I've heard him on, you know, promoting, and it's pretty cool, man. I, I'm like, such a brilliant idea just to put everybody that you like, like, let's say you like Ari Shafir, and you just type in his name, and it'll come up any kind of podcast that he's been on, like, as a guest or his episodes, right? Yep. Uh, it's great. And they recommend they recommend podcasters and recommend shows, like, on the Splash page. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's really the podcast app I use all the time. So you can listen to podcasts through that as well. Oh yeah! Wow. Now, for people that want to join it, do you, do you pay a subscription to join and put? No, it is one hundred percent free. Really? God yep. damn! I need to get on here. I'm on the website right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's man, the fucking future. It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and they're, they're constantly making improvements to it. I fucking love it. Yeah. It, it's just so great, like, oh, hey, I'm a big Burt Kreischer fan. Oh, Burt's on this other podcast I've never even fucking heard of, right in my subscription feed. Yeah, and then you could find a new podcast that you never heard of and then start listening to them. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm hoping some people found my show that way because I've had some people on that aren't, like, my normal guests. And Yeah. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool, man. Well, like... Do you, do you get hit up by random people now that you're on Laughable? Like, hey, I just started listening to the show. You know, like, heard you on someone else's and or vice versa. It does happen occasionally. It absolutely does happen. Yeah. It, you know, people are like, oh, heard you on Laughable. 
or you know, I love this episode with this comedian from your, you know, I found them on Laughable. Ah, I feel like I'm just like Laughable's whore right now. I'm just <laughs> like, mm, hey Ned, how would you like a 45 minute commercial on someone else's podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, shout out to Ned. You should have Ned on your podcast. I only do it in person, so. Oh yeah. I feel like with my show, because so much heavy drinking happens, there's something that's lost when you're not drinking with the person in person. Yeah, that's, that is true. I but mean, I am drinking with you right now. Oh, cool, man! I, you know what? I wish I could drink right now, but I'm about I'm I'm be taking off soon. Go do a a spot, work out some new shit. But um, man, next time next time we do it remotely like this, uh, I'm down to s- smash down some drinks. Fuck yeah. We got to do one in person too. So yeah, uh, really, really drink for sure, man. We, we said that when we met last year in July and, uh, I just haven't had a chance to go to LA or you come to Vegas, but I'm like, why not? Why just wait until it just bust one out, man. That way my listeners kind of get an introduction to you already anyway, and start listening to your show. Your show's great, man. You have uh, a variety of guests and you specialize in, uh, I say specialized, but like most of your guests are in the porn industry, right? I, I like to have a fair mix. It just ends up being my Rolodex is pretty porn heavy. Yeah. <laughs> What's your mix like other than porn then? Uh, like this week, the episode is coming out on Thursday. I don't know when this is dropping. It's going to drop next week. Okay. Well, then it will have been out for a week already. Mm-hmm. Is Autistic Thunder from Roast Battle. Oh, yeah. Um Joshua Meyerowitz. Yes. Yeah. Funny comic. He does roast battles. I've heard him in several podcasts. He's been in a lot of the Death Squad podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great dude. And, yeah, that's the episode that comes out this week. So by the time this drops, it will already be out. Check it out. Joshua's hilarious. Yeah, he is, man. Oh, uh, we, ta- we talk about him losing his virginity, his sex life. <laughs> i've heard that story man i don't want to spoil it you guys got to listen to it it's a crazy story man <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool man and and you have a co-host as well no i'm co-hostless at the moment yeah i have it for about a year now who's that on the cover um it says and Andy cruz is my former co-host adult former adult film star Andy cruz Okay, so she retired from uh, adult films and and the podcast. Yeah, she had. Well, she left the show because she is way too fucking busy. She has a serious XM show and another wrestling podcast that she does called Going Over. Oh, okay. So she just didn't have enough time to get drunk with me every week. <laughs> I got sacrificed. You got sacrificed, man. Yeah, you're the lamb, and uh how many episodes deep are you 140 odd and change at the moment nice well that's pretty cool man um now you and me met at uh skank fest in new york city uh last year in july it was my first skank fest i ever been to how about yours mine too yours too first very first one yep i was telling my girl i'm like I don't remember how I met Matt because, you know, it was three nights of just heavy drinking. on, And then I kind of remember now, I think I might have been outside having a smoke with Jason Tebow or or talking to Tripoli outside. And you were there, too, talking to them. And somehow we just 
everybody's just very friendly there and and you and me just clicked uh through comedy and and podcasting and and i remember you and me clicked and from there we would like we kind of walked around took a tour together trying to explore the uh, the different stages and it was pretty cool man just having a a, a drinking buddy at, at Skankfest where like you i would text you oh i'm upstairs right now checking out the the battles and you would be like oh i'm downstairs checking out this and you know we would meet up eventually so it was pretty fun man oh it's fucking awesome i am looking forward to Skankfest again this year oh uh, you're going i'm gonna try hell yeah man i already started a little savings account for that <laughs> and i told uh one of my best friends uh sammy he's a comic up in reno yeah, you know, he was telling me that he wants to go ever since last year. He almost went last year, and I, I pretty much peer pressured him to send me fifty dollars a month, so I could save the money for him. So every time that like so far we're like a hundred dollars deep. As soon as uh, the first of the month drops, I've been like bugging him, Sammy, where's the fifty dollars? Sammy, where's the fifty? I'm gonna get you. No, Sammy. I need a 50 now. It's like I'm fucking like a, a drug collector and shit. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to force him to go, man. I thought I was thinking like it was your welfare check. It's like, it's the first of the month, man. I got to get paid. <laughs> Watch me be like Bernie Mac and just fucking stiff him. Oh, that'd be so fucked up. Did I say Bernie Mac? Yes. Who was the guy that did the embezzlement? Wow, I'm not even oh. drinking. That wasn't Bernie Mac. Bernie well, Mac is a comedian. Freddie Mac. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Bernie Manoff. Madoff. Oh, yeah. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just embezzle Sammy's money. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, thanks for paying for Skankfest for me. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Slayer's going to Skankfest with me. So fuck you, Sammy. <laughs> uh, sorry Sam. jimmy I'm, I'm more fun i'm sorry <laughs> i'll apologize now uh, Sam, sammy's uh um he used to have a podcast on my network called the hollywood talk podcast because you know we grew up together in reno and uh since we were kids he would always like say yeah yeah i'm gonna do that and i would be like dude don't hollywood talk me are you for real so that's why I'm I, I'm on him. I'm like you got if you got to go to Skankfest because he Hollywood talked me last year. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go with you. He didn't do shit. So that's why I'm like, I'm forcing you, dude. So um, yeah, he's definitely going. He'll meet you and we'll have a blast, man. Dude, what was your favorite? What, one of your favorite things about Skankfest? I didn't have just one fucking favorite. The whole fucking experience was so fucking good. I know, Besides right? Just the hangs. All the performances were fucking on. You were downstairs with us for like the darkest stand up on the spot ever that ever happened, right? What? Who was it? Jeremiah Watkins show where you call out and they they do a bit based on whatever you call out at them. Oh, the stand up on the spot? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get to see that. Oh, Jeremiah was coming and he's like, "This is the darkest it's ever been, Skankfest," because we were just throwing shit out like prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> murder it was like it was just dark and they just have to riff on it huh yeah and they just go they just go yeah yeah dude especially like jeremiah he came from a very hardcore christian background um i remember when he was barely coming on like in the beginning uh like on 
the ice ice house chronicles with with red band he he wouldn't even say uh fuck he would say freaking he would say freak what the freak he wouldn't even cuss well they've definitely fixed him with that shit yeah oh for sure (laughs) he's such a badass dude though man um yeah i didn't get to see that show man you know a lot of the shows in was it in the morning no, that was an evening show, but it was downstairs in like one of the small rooms. Okay, I must have been upstairs or something. But, dude, I remember um, we're getting wasted like till two, three in the morning. I would take an Uber to my fucking hostel, and I would sleep till like noon. I missed a lot of shows. I missed the uh, the march to Skankfest. From yeah, the, I missed that too. Yeah, from, <laughs> from the, the creek. creek the yeah, from the creek in the cave. I missed that. I miss uh did did you see me bomb the first night? No, I didn't catch that. Oh good. Cool. <laughs> oh so we'll God. just edit that out. That never happened. Yeah, it never happened. I'm gonna edit that part. I did a whole episode actually on <laughs> that night. <laughs> um I, I bombed on Friday night the kick what was the kickoff night? Was this Thursday the unofficial? No, I think Yeah, was, Thursday was uh, I thought it was Thursday we were at the creek in the cave. Yeah, I think so. And um um yeah thursday yeah that's the night so it was at creek in the cave everybody's sweating balls because it's so packed in there and um i was on one of the 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 kickoff show ari shafir started it he called it shafir fest bro um everybody was on the show everybody i was like number 15 or 16 and at that moment that's when they started um one of the shows upstairs so everybody cleared the room and there was like a few people left and i just ate dog shit me and the rest of the comics but um uh i was so heartbroken that i i bombed that skank skank fest that i i did a whole episode on it the next day as i'm walking to skank fest uh <laughs> i recorded from my hostel all the way to brooklyn i i walked for about an hour it was sad heartbreaking that's fucking heartbreaking it was heartbreaking but it was so cool just talking into my uh phone people watching and talking about my little journey to new york and doing comedy because the night before on the same stage i did really good and i was just heartbroken i'm like oh now i'm gonna do it at skank fest and oh it was bad bro it was really bad <laughs> you get to hang out with a lot of comedy like you do like you're right there in la you you ever go to shows and stuff Oh, all the fucking time. I mean, that's what that's how I know Tebow. That's how I know Tripoli. That's how I know pretty much all my comic guests is because I hang out. I'm yeah. not a fucking comic. I'm just some asshole with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a fan of comedy, and you're in the comedy world. You're in the porn world. That that's all. Like pretty much, it's uh, porn is like comedy's cousin, man. <laughs> it is well then a lot of comedians just want to try to fuck porn stars so eh. yeah a lot a lot of comedians try to uh, fuck porn stars and then i see a lot of porn stars doing comedy i feel like it's more comedians trying to fuck porn stars oh for sure man <laughs> for sure <laughs> i mean i don't i don't know if it's a state secret or not it's, i can't be but I would put money that both Hannibal Burris and Doug Benson are at AVN right now as we're talking. Oh yeah, I, I I'm I'm pretty sure. I remember um, Hannibal was in town uh, for one of the conventions one time, and he he posted on Twitter, "Who knows the spot to get up on uh, in Vegas?" And and a bunch of comics hit him up, and he showed up at an open mic uh, during the AVN week. Yeah, and, he uh, goes every he goes every year. I didn't see him last year. 
Doug goes every year too. Yeah. Hell, Doug was a presenter last year. So Doug presented me with the best comedy award and then didn't remember it. <laughs> what happened? So for your listeners, my listeners have heard this a, a bunch of fucking times. Last year at ABN, yeah. the movie I was in, Jews Love Black Cock, <laughs> won best comedy. <laughs> Doug, Doug Benson was one of the pre- presenters. And every other award, ensemble award, the whole cast got on stage. Yeah. I, I stand up to give the director a standing ovation. My buddy behind me goes, dude, you're in the movie. Go on stage. <laughs> I run my ass up on stage. I'm also dressed like a rabbi at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I can make it up on stage first. They hand me the fucking trophy. No one else from the cast is coming. Wow. So I get to bomb in front of the entire adult <laughs> industry. Yeah. <laughs> Because I wasn't planning to say shit. I was planning to move to the back of the stage, let the people that actually fucked on film yeah, say some words. Instead, I'm like, fuck yeah, Avian, we won! Shalom, Avian! <laughs> you were this dressed is, as a rabbi? I was dressed as a rabbi. Holy shit, you were in this character. A, yeah, except I didn't do the fucking accent. Rabbi Mordecai. Yeah. And this is at the joint, at the Hard Rock. So yeah. I am... On stage at the joint in front of the entire adult industry. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so that was pretty fucking embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? could you see your your uh, co-stars of the film uh, in the audience or what? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was looking right at Abella Danger, who was in the front row, like kind of giving her the eyes, like, "Are you not fucking coming up here?" Yeah. What the fuck? My my garbage acceptance speech was ended with where the fuck is Joanna Angel? <laughs> Joanna eventually makes her way from the back, gives her speech. We go in back. So if you watch it on Showtime, all you will see is me run up to stage, and then it'll cut to Joanna coming up on stage and me handing her the award. Oh, okay. Some little editing magic tricks. Yes, thank you, Showtime, for editing the fuck around me. <laughs> We can't have Rabbi Mordecai. I just found you on uh, IMDb. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you were an actor, bro. Wow. Technically. <laughs> in, the loosest, in the loosest sense of the word. <laughs> Jews I, love black cock. Wow. <laughs> though I was nominated for best non-sex performance by both AVN and XBiz last year. I did not win either fucking one, so. Eh. <laughs> I've always wondered, like the one that the, the the people that don't don't have sex in the in the porn movie, like you know, it's just the, the mom that's going to work. Yeah, like, no, I've been that. Do? I've been that guy a bunch of times. <laughs> I played I played a waiter in a movie for Stormy Daniels last year. Yeah, uh, which isn't on my IMDb at the moment. I probably should add that. <laughs> <laughs> uh but back to the, the ABN bullshit, I ran into Doug at the comedy store like two weeks after ABN last year. Yeah. I'm there with a date. And I roll up to Doug after, you know, on the patio, like, hey, Doug, how's it going? Also, I have met Doug before we were on stage together that night. Yeah. Like, we've been in same social situations. I don't expect him to fucking remember me. The dude probably meets 
100,000 people a year, and he smokes a lot of fucking weed. Oh, for sure. But I did kind of expect him to remember handing me a fucking AVN two weeks earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, Doug, and he's just kind of like, hey. I'm like, hey, it's good to see you, blah, blah, blah. Like, huh? I'm like, we were just on stage at AVN together. We were. What? Really? Yeah, he, to- he totally didn't remember. I'm just like, turned to my date. I'm like, I swear to you. I'm, yep. not, I'm, not, I'm not lying. <laughs> You're going to see me on Showtime. I, I promise I, you'll see me on Showtime in like six months, but this really <laughs> happened. <laughs> wow. And then she sees you on Showtime just handing an award to uh, Joanna. Is that yep. <laughs> yeah, man. I, wa- I first watched that when it aired by myself because I was afraid of that they were going to air my whole fucking speech. And I, w- I was petrified. And I'm by myself. Yeah. Did anybody say why they didn't go up there with you? Oh no, no one, no one said shit. Doesn't make sense. Were they embarrassed or something? What? Like, no. What the no. hell? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. And the problem is, we also never really discussed what the plan was if we won. Yeah, that's true. So, like, Joanna was sitting in the way back at a table. I was for, <laughs> I was fourth row, dead center. Yeah. By the stage. That's why I was able to get up there so fucking fast. <laughs> I just found your picture uh, <laughs> dressed up as the rabbi right here. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. How'd you, yeah, how'd you land that row? I'm friends with Joanna Angel. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> I guess she's been on your podcast too. A couple times. Yeah. Dude, literally, she called me at one point like, hey, Matt, can you play a rabbi for me? I'm like, sure. I guess I can. <laughs> hell yeah I showed up for the last day of the shoot my scene was the last thing shot so I wasn't even around any sex at all and craft services have been pretty depleted I was pretty bummed out (laughs) I'm like if I'm at least going to be on set I'm going to at least get some food oh there ain't shit left because it's the end of the fucking day yeah do they shoot it all in one day or something most features are shot over like two, three days tops. Oh yeah. So this was day two, at the t- at the tail end. Everyone wanted to fucking go home, and I kept fucking up my lines. <laughs> what, what, what were your lines? Ah, uh, Baruch Hashem, Joanna. I forgot the rest of it. Fuck it. <laughs> but I, I just kept fucking up the accent. I kept being, I couldn't get the, Joanna, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Joanna. Baruch Hashem. That's uh, welcome? Yeah, something like that. I'm a really yeah. bad Jew. Yeah. I, I just found out I'm a Jew. Really? Yeah. You felt, 26 you fell out of, Oh, okay. Yeah. Your mother's not Jewish though, right? You know, um, definitely no. No, she just got her DNA tested. No, it's, from my dad's side for sure uh that don't count yeah my mom has to be a jew right yep you gotta fall out of a jewish vagina yeah that's true that's what i heard i heard you have to so so if your dad is a full jew that 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 doesn't count right nope not like religious wise huh yeah religious wise it counts on your mother's your mother's lineage yeah Mm. which which comes from ye olden times because you know 
Jewish girls get around and they didn't know who they fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Mary. I mean, you know, rumor, right? rumor has it, you know. <laughs> oh, did, those three wise men pulled the train. I think they showed up with gifts. I saw the funniest meme the other day. Um, it was a picture of a statue of Mary and then a hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to post it so bad, but I'm like, oh no, I don't. Want, family members are gonna hate me. <laughs> it sounds like their problem. Yeah, I wish I had that attitude. Yeah, eh, just just adopt that attitude. Don't learn. Yeah, little by little. I came from a very hardcore Christian background, and uh, it, it it was tough for a while just getting into comedy because they wanted me to be a hardcore preacher and and which I was in that route, but then I kind of just start thinking on my own you know and you decide you like sex yeah well i've always not known that <laughs> you know you jerk off and you like you cry you like feel guilty and like why why did i do that this is the last time i promised god last time how'd you grow up did you grow uh, up re religious at all fuck no i grew up i'm a really bad jew I'm a, i mean i'm a really bad jew yeah i I've been eating pork for as long as I can remember. <laughs> Dude, I love ribs. Ribs are the shit. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. No, I, I was never even fucking bar mitzvahed. I'm, I'm a really bad Jew. So your parents didn't really... I mean, I guess in the eyes of the, the Jewish religion. What was that? I believe in the eyes of... I was about to say... I believe in the eyes of the religion. I'm not even a man because I wasn't bar mitzvahed. Yeah. So if you're not bar mitzvah, uh, you're not a man. Is that how it goes? Well, technically, it's supposed to be a celebration of becoming a man or a woman. You know, bar bat mitzvah. Oh. So, oh, I did not know. I need to. I need to start learning more about my Jewish background. That's something yeah. I know. Come on, man. You're trying to make an entertainment. How do you not know about Judaism? I know. I, I know very little. Well, I just know the stuff that I knew as a Christian. Oh, you that know? we killed your Lord and Savior? I get it. I get it. Yeah. Straight up, bro. <laughs> he fucking deserved it. Mel Gibson told me. Right? <laughs> Dude, when I found out I was 26% Jew, I was like, holy shit. I'm a fucking Jew. I got happy, bro. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I told my, like that same um um let's see i think it was in december december uh they played uh that movie um uh the list uh schindler's list they play, replayed it in the movie for the movies in the theater for the 25th anniversary and i told my girl we got to go see this she's like it's on netflix i'm like really you don't want to see a movie about my people <laughs> Such a great movie. You seen that movie? Maybe. Oh, yeah. You're a bad Jew. <laughs> no, I've seen it. I, I, it's an Oscar nominee. I've seen it because of that, not because I'm a good Jew. <laughs> like, I really like movies. That's why I've fucking seen it. Yeah. No, I started watching documentaries about, you know, I've always been into the the history of World War One and Two, and just the history. I've always liked the, the history of um the jews you know like it, there's no other country that or nation that has been deserted or like scattered all over the world and come back to become a nation again it's it's 
it's a pretty crazy story. It is, and unfortunately, Israel is still doing some fucked up shit. Yeah, you see those. Yeah, you. All you got to do is look up on YouTube and the shit that's happening with Palestine and all. Yeah, it's like, hey, if you look at the Israeli version of the map, there is no Palestine. If you look at the rest of the world, the West Bank is occupied territory. Yeah. Yeah, they get treated like shit, man. They got that wall over there. I was watching. I was watching Conan. Conan, um, that new Netflix show where he goes visits different uh, different countries, and yeah, there, there were some very angry Palestinian people talking to him. Like they're very militant, and uh, yeah, both sides are just after each other. It's just fucking crazy. Well, wonder, if you felt that your homeland was being occupied illegally by an occupied force that treats you as a second class citizen, you'd probably be pretty pissed too. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they record porn in, in Israel. Oh, they have to. Yeah. Jews like, Jews like to fuck. Yeah. Sometimes it's, not, in, it's, it's in my search history sometimes. And, or I mean, I, it's part of my search and it's hard to find. Hard to find like good amateur, you know, Israeli porn. Oh, you're looking for low production value. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes that's, that's what I go for sometimes. You're looking for a girl that looks like Gal Gadot? <laughs> yeah no not necessarily no i am <laughs> Fuck. But, i mean i'm not it's just low production it's not like i'm going for wonder woman you know i would happily go for wonder woman even if she has had two kids well yeah of course but like if i'm going for just like just a low budget just cell phone on a nightstand and from the side view i'm not just i'm not gonna be picky you know i know what i'm getting into why are you about that low production shit? Well, it, it's not all about that. I, I, I'm all over the place, man. All over the place. You know? I go from that to, um, uh, you know, the, the, like the movies that you made where it's all acting and all that. And then you just watch the acting and especially the, the old ones, vintage ones. The, I feel like the vintage ones put in way more effort into the acting. You ever notice that? No, because I skipped to sex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't read the articles, huh? You're one of those. Oh, I read the articles. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch the acting. You don't watch the acting. Yeah, man. Like, like, let's say, um, uh, taboo, taboo one, taboo two, and three. Like, the, they got down on the acting. Like, it, it felt like you're watching a movie, like a regular movie, and all of a sudden, boom. You know, they get into it. Hey, Wicked still makes movies like that. You can buy fucking Wicked features that have fucking plots and shit. Really? Oh, yeah. Still a thing. Still a thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. If I, you're into that kind of thing. I, I used to... Um, you know what? Maybe the reason I, I like that um, is because when I was a kid uh, on Cinemax, I don't know if it was Cinemax or Stars. You, they had those Emmanuel soft porns remember those oh yeah that was definitely skinamax the, uh, yeah right yeah emmanuel and then she would like she would like be on a spaceship and just start fucking and go back to like a scene acting. well and that's the thing that was probably a hardcore movie that they just shot at a different angle you'd be amazed how many movies they are actually hardcore movies they just do a softcore angle really oh yeah oh wow 
one of the movies I was in called uh, Cindy Queen of Hell mm-hmm. was reshot for Showtime as Sex Devil, I believe. Yeah. Same movie, just yeah, softcore angles. Really? Okay. So there was like a, a separate camera guy, or they're just kind of like panning it out different. Yeah, they would just change mm. the angle where you couldn't actually see penetration. Oh wow! I did not know that. Whoa! The more you know, that's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, man, that, that's pretty cool. So you, you, that was one of the movies you were in. What was it called? Uh, Cindy Queen of Hell. Cindy Queen of Hell. Who started that one? Lee Raven and Xander Corvus. And what did you do? I was a party extra. <laughs> I believe. I believe at one point I yelled at Joanna Angel and one other girl. Oh, you chicks are hot. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Do you ever feel like uh, you want to actually go in and do the deed? Like, Nope. No? Nah, not into that? No. I like choosing who I fuck. I make a lot of bad choices, but I like choosing. Do you date porn stars? Uh, date is a loose word. Well, you don't have to say names or nothing. I'm not. No, I, I, like, I, I, do you I, go I, out I, on a date? Do you hook up with them? Hookups happen more often than dates do. <laughs> okay. Not, not that is not always on my part, but sometimes just sex happens. You're sleeping, Actually, and then they just get on top, and boom. Well, famously, uh, very recently, I had a performer in the middle of the podcast ask me to fuck her. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Famously, you say so. It's known. Well, yeah, because we got back on mic after we finished. So, th- whoa, hold on a second. Hold on. So you're 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 on the podcast, and somehow in the conversation, she says it on the podcast, or she gave you like she, a sign. No, she said. She asked me like an hour into the show, like, "So are you gonna fuck me?" And I said, "Sure." Like, I just like, along. You sound like a gentleman. Sure, of course. I just play along. I'm, you know, because you never know if it's just like playful banner for the mic or if it's real. Yeah. Especially with this girl, she kept saying, oh, "I'm just kidding, just kidding." Uh huh. And then at one point, she just turns to me like, "You said you were gonna fuck me." On the I, mic. Yeah, and I went, "I will pause this shit right now and fuck you." What's the name? Are, can you? Well, it's on the podcast, right? Well, here's here's the catch on that. Oh, oh. So we mm-hmm. pause. I ask her, I'm like, "Are you doing a bit or are you serious right now?" She's like, "Why do you want to fuck me?" I'm like, "Yeah." So we, she obviously was not doing a bit. We go and fuck. We get back on mic. She talks about scooping my cum and how it tasted. Wow. Needless to say, don't listen to my show at work, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, everything's all good. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later and four days after the episode drops... She texts me and goes, hey, I sound like an idiot. Can you take it down? Mm. So I complied. I took it down. Yeah. But, but I had the episode transcribed. I had my friend Brandi Brocato, who's a comedian, come over and re-record her parts. 
<laughs> so then he read them. <laughs> and, and his voice is deeper than mine. <laughs> he re-recorded he re your parts. We mixed it in with my original audio. Yeah. And put it back up as episode 85. And now we drink with redacted. <laughs> I, I scrubbed. I scrubbed any mention of who who it was. Uh huh. And even the artwork we put up for it is just a big black bar that says redacted where she was standing in the picture. Wow, that's hilarious, dude. That's that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Someone tells you take it down. You bring in someone to stand in and do the lines, and there you go. It would have been a completely different situation yeah. if she had asked me before it had gone up. Of course, like right after, right? Like, Yeah. It, it aired two weeks after we recorded it, and then four days into the production cycle, where it's been up for four days, she texts me, and it wasn't really an ask. It was, take that down. I sound like an idiot. Yeah. Wow. And I immediately said, sure, no problem. There wasn't even as much of a thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no argument for me. I was just like, fine, I'll take it down. No problem. Yeah. And there wasn't even a thank you, like, thank you for taking that down. Nothing. Like, I I completely, I don't give a fuck about that this is your production, this is your show, that you make money off ad revenue from this. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to salvage the episode. And that's where it came to mind to have someone else read her part. Yeah. And you're still cool with that person? I haven't talked to her since. Since? Oh, okay. And in all honesty, I have no clue if she realizes what I did. Yeah. I mean, you took it down. You 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 kept, you know, you were cool about it, man. You took it down. Well, yeah. And in all reality, I do have a fucking model release where I could have just been like, no, nah, fuck you. You signed the release. Yeah. Oh, you do the whole release thing. That's smart. Oh, yeah. That's smart, dude. Yeah. The show is my fucking business. It's what I do. Yeah. I mean, you have ads and everything. So, but I, I feel like we are one of the first podcasts to do something like that. And I think it's fucking hilarious. So yeah, it is. It sure is, man. Does she not know that once it goes up on the internet, somehow like it's, it's going to be up there somehow. Like, as far as like, like what if somebody catches something and, or, you know, Oh, I'm sure it was definitely downloaded before she told me to pull it. Yeah. I see the numbers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you see the numbers, you see how many people download it. I think but, it's hilarious. Now I just want to listen to I, I don't even care about her. I want to listen to the one with your homie. <laughs> in in all honesty, it is it is much fucking funnier with him reading the lines. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That that's great, dude. <laughs> Good for you. That's fucking awesome though, man. Wow, you're doing a podcast? Hey, so uh, you're going to fuck me, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. That has happened more than once. I've I've hooked up with a couple guests, which, yeah. in all honesty, I'm still a little mixed about. Like, I'm never the aggressor when it comes to that situation. I don't want to be the aggressor, especially because uh. a lot of times I don't know these girls very well. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm set up with them through their publicist or mutual friends. So I'm, and they're in my apartment while we're recording. Yeah. I'm never going to be the aggressor. Be like, hey, hey, hey! But when you throw it at me, like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. So it's like they they actually do. 
Like, I, I don't know. Like, I always think, like, if people are, like, fuck for a living, um, they must be tired of it. But no, they're, they're just always trying to go at it, huh? Uh, there's no broad generalization like that. It, it really varies person to person. Oh, okay. In 148, 49 episodes, I've hooked up with four or five guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which I had a previous relationship with. So that doesn't even really fucking count. Yeah. And uh, when, so you had a relationship while they were a porn star? Oh, yeah. No, I... That that guest, we actually met when she did the show the first time in, like, 2016, but nothing happened after the show. Um, we were kind of vibing each other. We went out on, like, one date that I felt really didn't go anywhere. Didn't talk for months. Fucking months. And she was scheduled to do the show again, and she lives up in the Bay Area. And I was talking to her, I'm like, hey, the night before the show, I'm like, where were you staying in town? She's like, oh, this motel, this motel, like, four blocks from my apartment. I'm like, then what are you up to tonight? She's like, nothing. I'm like, do you want to grab dinner, grab a drink? She's like, yeah, sure. Grab dinner, go out for some drinks. I don't really feel like it's going anywhere. Then all of a sudden, like, we're making out at the bar. Mm-hmm. Back to her room, you know, hooked up. Yeah. Then she ghosted on doing the show the next day. Mm-hmm. Just fucking when didn't return my calls, nothing. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Yeah. Fast forward a year later, her publicist books her for the show. She comes and does the show. And pretty much the minute I hit cut, we're going at it. Wow. Wow. And then three days later, she told me she couldn't date someone who's not a performer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, kind of all over the place, huh? It happens. It yeah. happens. Would you have a problem with that, though? Like, dating someone that's always, like, fucking on screen? Like, you know, it's just professionally, but... Yeah, I, I got no problem with it. No? No, I got no problems with it. If I... It would be a complete hypocritical move if... I got involved with a porn star and be like, stop doing your job. Yeah. That'd be like, I mean, I know you're married and shit. Mm -hmm. That would be like, you get into a relationship with someone being like, Freddie, I'm really into you. I like what you do, but stop being a comic. Yeah. When you try to change someone. Yeah. Yeah. Like it'd be one thing if I was dating somebody, some civilian and she was like, I want to get into porn. I'm like, we need to have a discussion. Yeah. But if you're already doing porn when I meet you, and that's how I meet you, mm -hmm. I got zero business telling you how to live your fucking life. And even if we were in a relationship, I got zero business how to, I got zero business telling you how to live your life. But if we're in a relationship already, and this is the kind of life-changing thing you want to do, we should have a discussion at least. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. That would... It'd be completely hypocritical. It'd be like going up to dating someone in a band and be like, you need to stop touring. It bothers me. Mm -hmm. Oh, believe me. I see a lot of comics that they stop doing comedy. when Once they start dating, all of a sudden, where where are they at? Oh, I don't know. They're at home watching Netflix. 
They don't go out. They don't do spots anymore. It's and a goddamn shame. I'm so lucky, man, because I was married like several years until, and then I started doing comedy. I, I think I was like, I want to say five years into it and then started doing comedy. And she's been very supportive. Never had an issue with me going out to do a spot or, or anything. If anything, she goes to a lot of shows too, like if they're on the weekend. And yeah, I'm lucky. Very lucky. She just wants you out of the house. That's true. Very true. I like, think oh, so. Like, oh, you're going to be out? <laughs> I get this fucking place to myself? Fuck yeah. Go do comedy. I think you're right. Go on the road. <laughs> fucking do a world tour, Freddie. It's okay. Yeah. Go, Especially go. when the mortgage is paid. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> go to Skankfest. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you'll meet her this year. Um, Skank, she's coming to Skankfest this year. I wanted to. I feel bad I didn't take her to New York, and um, but I'm like, if I'm going to stay in a hostel, I don't want you staying at a hostel. Uh, I'm doing it to save money. Next time, let's do an Airbnb, you know. Why? Weren't other people fucking in the hostel next to you? Yeah, they were. I snitched them out. Well, see, if you brought the wife, you could have just competed for noises. That's true, but then the Polish manager would have, like, kicked us out. She She came out yelling. I called, like, a fucking victim from my hostel I, I had walls but no ceiling the ceiling was six feet higher than my walls so you could hear everything that's going on and um i was in one of those hostels where in the middle section there's bunk beds but i had my own private suite that was like a jail cell so i'm calling with my cell phone and i'm whispering and i'm telling her the girl is back she's back they're making a lot of noise they're banging on the walls and boom there comes a polish lady yelling at them kick them out see yeah. see you shouldn't have cock blocked nah. you, shot, you just should have shot a load right over the wall at them dude it was hard it was that was hard in itself dude it's so like anybody could hear everything i had to wait there was a train that would pass by and i kind of timed it and when i would like jerk off and i would time it with the train as soon as the train would pass by, boom, I would go at it, dude. But it was really hard. You can't really make noise. It's, I mean, if you can, but every, anybody could hear it. It's really weird. It's like, it's like sleeping in a cubicle. That's the way I put Freddy, it. Freddie, are you telling your audience you're ashamed of your fuck noises? Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't want people to hear me. Why not? Because, man, I'm probably crying because I'm watching like a, a drum, dramatic scene in a porn movie. I'm really into the acting, and then I start crying and jerking off, and I don't want that, man. It's kind of weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. I, I, this is the first time I reveal people that what kind of porn I watch. Yeah, a lot of acting. <laughs> I, I do a lot of um, the, the, the low-budget, like like um south american or like just just like in mexico or something just i just type in mexican words like mexican words sounds stupid spanish words and like just like the neighbor hitting on the wife or just all kinds of stuff it's crazy what kind of stuff do you watch what kind of um it's pretty cookie cutter shit i'm into i'm into pretty vanilla porn taste for believe it or not i like i like big fucking tits I'm into redheads, though I'm not exclusively into redheads. Yeah, that's a good I one. Do have a, I do have a weakness for them. Yeah. But it, it's really just whatever kind of tickles my fancy. Yeah. 
it, it, a lot of times my porn, it's like, oh, I want to jerk off, and then I'm just trying to figure out what to jerk off to and trying to find scenes that my friends aren't in. Yeah, that must be weird. <laughs> you run into somebody you know? It happens fairly often. I, I don't jerk off to people I know. Unless I fuck them in real life. If I fuck them in real life, they're fair game. Yeah. Man, I remember... The, yeah, that's, that is weird. The, only, the closest thing I've ever come to that is not even a friend, but like uh, I was watching that fucking show, Gigolos, and... And uh, have you ever seen that show? You ever heard of that show? I've heard of it. I never saw it. It's on Showtime. And um, there's this guy named Braceland. He's like the oldest gigolo in it. And he was banging this chick. And it's all kind of like soft porn. I remember watching it, jerking off to it. And bro, like in the same week, I had just moved to Vegas. I ran into him at South Point Casino. I took a picture with him and all that. And I'm like, fuck, I just jerked off to one of his scenes. It's fucking weird. <laughs> i'm like am i turning am i going gay <laughs> i'm like no no i was focusing on the girl i was focusing yeah keep telling yourself that and yeah no i was but yeah it was weird it was so weird that's the closest ever and it wasn't even like real porn one of those soft porns but yeah that it's kind of strange i can't imagine how the hell did you get into the whole um world of porn man it's something I really fell into. Yeah. So, back in Chicago, I used to hang out at this bar called Exit. It's a famous punk rock metal bar in Chicago. And Tuesday night was TNA Tuesdays, which essentially was a Burning Angel night. At that point, there were seven Burning Angel performers that lived in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And not being a fucking creep, Became friends with a bunch of them. Through them, I met people, met more people. I come from a security background. So what I used to do when I first got in the industry is I would go on the road with girls when they feature danced, conventions, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Provide security for them. And from there, I just met more and more people. And like, you can act a little, right? Oh, sure. Why not? I guess. Baruch <laughs> Hama. And here I am, <laughs> AVN nominee. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so then you ended up moving to LA. Well, I originally moved to Vegas. I was actually in Vegas for a couple of years. Oh, okay. Um, originally, Tegan Presley and her husband were based out of Vegas, and they convinced me we're opening a studio. Move to Vegas. We'll have work for you. Mm -hmm. I moved to Vegas. No studio ever opened. Wow. But thankfully I transferred my day job at the time, so I just kept working my day job. Did, you know, the same sort of security and roadie stuff on nights and weekends. And after about three years, I'm like, yeah, Vegas ain't for me. I was spending a lot of time in LA and here I am. Yeah. And now you're you're your own boss, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh well I'm I'm freelancing for a bunch of people like I'm gonna start producing a sh podcast called Dinner at the Dojo, which mm -hmm. one of the bookers for the Dojo of Comedy, Trevor Kevlo, is starting a podcast and I'm his producer. Mm -hmm. I'm also producing some audio books for a publishing company, so I'm keeping myself busy that way, of course. And now we drink keeps me busy. Yeah. 
That's cool, man. Well, it's 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 crazy who you know you get to meet in in like a festival. I've been to Coachella. I've been to like uh, EDC. You you meet really cool people because you all have like the same um, kind of common interests, pretty much. But going to a festival for comedy when you're a fan of uh, a podcast and all their friends that have podcasts. And then you meet people like you. I was like, that's so fucking badass. I, I, I met several people, man. Several people in there. And you're one of uh, one of them that I actually kept in touch with. So it, it's pretty cool, you know? And finally, yeah, no. You know? Of everyone I met there that I didn't know already, I think you're the only person I actually stayed in contact with. Is that right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it, it's funny because we've known a lot of the same people for a long time. You know, Red Band, Tripoli. You know, all those guys, like, I, I see here you had Tripoli on your, um, one of your, I think it's episode 30. Yeah, I had Tripoli on. I've had Red Band and Tony on. Oh, really? Tony also. Yeah, same time, but. Yeah. Did you uh, have sex with them too? No, no. No. Thankfully. No, okay. I mean, Red Band does have the best hips in the game, but not, <laughs> not my type. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, you've had quite a few people on here. I, I remember as soon as you told me you, you had a podcast when I was in New York that same night, I, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. It has definitely gotten better over time, in my opinion. <laughs> it, all, it all does, right? Yeah, when we first started out, my me and my first co-host, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to lie to your audience. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I've just gotten better at not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. You just got to fake it, man. Just fake it till you make it. It's like, I, I know how to operate the buttons a little better now, and I bought better gear so it sounds better. Mm-hmm. And I have video versions of the podcast coming out really soon. Oh, that's not out yet with the TriCaster? Uh, well, so I don't have a TriCaster because I have no producer to operate it. I'm actually manually switching cameras in post uh-huh oh okay okay i felt like if i fired up a, if i one spent the fucking money on a tricaster fucking things are expensive yeah two it would take away from the show of me operating the laptop operating the tricaster googling shit and trying to talk yeah yeah no it's it's uh, it just even like being on, on the laptop when you have a guest and you're trying to talk and Google something at the same time. It's tough. Yeah, it it definitely takes practice. I fully understand why all the big shows have producers to do that shit. Yeah, I have guests on the show and they, you know, when I have the full setup, we have a screen, we pull up videos and I'm, I am my own Jamie of Joe Rogan. You know, I am the guy looking up shit so they tell me as i'm talking saying in the middle of saying something i'm like well hold on dude let me finish this dude like <laughs> like you want me to search while i'm talking oh i'm right there with you yeah. it was great when i had co-hosts because they would carry the show while i fucking googled shit but since it's just little old me now yeah <laughs> well do you have guest co-hosts sometimes occasionally uh for the dames of games episodes alex harper who's an adult performer is on pretty often mm. so she's kind of my stand-in co-host on those episodes she's co-hosted on a couple other episodes too yeah but no one's 
I have a love-hate relationship with doing the show solo. On one hand, mm-hmm. I love the booking aspect of it. I don't have to book around a guest and my co-host anymore. Yeah. Because my stupid ass, I will happily cancel social engagements to do the show. <laughs> like, oh, we we're supposed to do this? Sorry, I have a show. Like, it's part of the reason I'm single. <laughs> like, oh, hey, it's date night. Oh, I got a show. I'm sorry. Yeah, my priority is getting the fucking show done. Yeah, no, man. And uh, staying consistent. That's, that's very important. I mean, you can just see it in your, your numbers, the your releases, you know? You're very consistent on it. Thursday at noon, every fucking week. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. And so with this video, with video coming out, are you going to be posting that on YouTube then? No, YouTube won't monetize me. I'm a little too... Uh, risque for youtube yeah where are you gonna go uh so i started a vimeo video on demand channel mm-hmm. I, I wanted to give them away for free but there's additional costs that go, went into the video there's a lot of additional time into editing it mm-hmm. so i'm a, i'm asking for a little bit of money just to help me feel better about myself <laughs> that's the juice side of you it that's is it part. is yeah i'm asking for 99 cents an episode if you want to buy them or six bucks a month to be able to stream everything i ever release there you go that's a great deal yeah it's not outrageous it's it's i feel it's pretty fucking reasonable i'm getting the video episodes out as fast as i can i have two of them done already yeah i'm literally waiting i didn't realize this when i set up the the vimeo store you have to have a poster and a fucking trailer done before they'll let you open the store really yep holy shit i didn't know you needed all that yeah i didn't either it's not really specified in their fucking um in their shit and then i'm like why is the store not opening oh i need this yeah well it's kind of like when you start a podcast people don't realize that you need a not just a logo you need it by 1400 by 1400 pixels or whatever it is and you need this and you need that and like a lot of people don't know the, the the they just i get hit up by and i'm sure you do too they ask you how do you start a podcast what do i need to do and you let them know and it's a fucking laundry list there's a lot of shit you gotta do well anyone who comes at me hey i want to start a podcast i come at them like whenever someone comes back like at me or like i want to get into porn the first question i ask is you sure you want to do this mm-hmm. you're really sure you want to do this yeah and with podcasting, like, hey, do you plan to make money off this? If their answer is yes, I'll be like, don't bother doing it. Yeah. You're, if you're lucky enough to monetize, if, it will probably take years. Yeah. I have, I've been doing my show fucking consistently for three years. I definitely don't make enough to live off of. Yeah. And... I probably have not even recouped the cost of what I've spent in gear. Oh, for sure. And then that doesn't even figure into hosting. And now that I'm doing video, I'm paying $34 a month for the Adobe suite just to be able to edit it and $400 a year to be able to host it on Vimeo. Yeah. It's because it's something you love doing. Fuck yeah. I fucking love this. But are you also going to be willing to sit down and do this for hours on end? Are you going to be able to 
are you willing to sit down and then spend another couple hours listening to your own voice and editing it? Mm-hmm. Or paying someone like me to do it for you? Yeah. And I don't come that cheap. <laughs> well, man, your time is very valuable. A lot of people don't understand that. They, they think that, oh, you just, oh, can you come in? I, I've been asked to produce people's shows, and I've done it a few times for certain people, but I tell them, hey, I, I, how about I teach you how to do it? And that's if I like the person, you know? No, I'm not teaching anybody shit. I'm like, hey, here's my rate. There you go. Well, that's smart. That's smart, you know? Well, you're, you're your own boss. That's you got, you got to. You can't be doing that shit for free. No, I, and the thing about it is I'll do, I'll do one-offs if, like, I well actually no I didn't even do that for free I produced uh, Billy Persida's Manor podcast live in L.A. but I'm like nope actually I did charge him for that never mind yeah dude you're like um you're like an escort it's time money dude it's all money just just my trip here okay is gonna cost you all right hey the way I look at it is I provide skilled labor I should be compensated for it one hundred percent one hundred percent. Oh, and if you uh, take a look at your phone, I shot you over the poster for the Vimeo channel. Oh, let's see. And, and a couple teasers of the video version. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, there it is. And now we drink. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Who's that giving you a uh, whiskey or whatever it is into your mouth? Uh, that'd be Anna DeVille, adult performer. Cool. John, uh, all these names down, by, by the way. <laughs> you gonna go jerk off to my friends? Uh, cool. That's one hundred percent, bro. Why do you think I got all you good. on the show? <laughs> it's all good. They would be happy to hear that you're jerking off to them. They enjoy their work. Yeah, exactly. But with with that, Anna went a little buck wild. Like, like my concept for the photo shoot was, I would have a tight shot of like me and her pouring booze, her topless pouring booze over my head. She decided to kind of mouth rape, mouth rape me with a bottle. Oh, really? Just shoving it down her? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll shoot you some of the unedited photos from that. Yeah, shoot me. Oh, she looks, yeah, she looks familiar. Yep. Yep. Yeah, shoot me some photos, bro. Um, yeah. Uh, did you know that chick... Just a little. Um, I know I should have taken off a while ago, but um, that did you know that porn actress that um, a, a little over a year ago she committed suicide? I knew August in passing. August. I didn't know her well. Oh, okay. But uh, there's a new podcast out about her death. Really? Yeah. Be, be, okay, so this is the only reason I kind of sidetracked. When I looked up Anna DeVille, it just kind of like a little bit remind for some reason. Very little. And you might, you're her friend, so you're going to be like, it doesn't even look like her. I don't know why she popped in my head. But um, so there's a podcast about that. Yeah, it's called The Last Days of August. It's available on Audible for like nine bucks, but it's investigative journalism around her death. Mm hmm. It's supposed to be fucking powerful. I still have to listen to it. A couple of friends of mine in the industry that have listened to it say it's pretty fucking damning. Really? Yeah, there's some allegations in there that she may not have committed suicide. No fucking way, dude. Yeah. 
the the last tweets, man, it didn't seem like she was like, you know. I went I went through her last tweets and I was like, what? No, that just I understand. She seemed like she was very strong, and she didn't seem like she was depressed. I mean, it didn't seem like that. That makes sense. I gotta still listen to it, but this is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. That it's pretty fucking damning. Yeah, it says John Ronson, uh, the last days of August. Man, podcasts are fucking powerful, man. I, I listened to this a podcast about where the fuck is Rick, Richard Simmons, and I was hooked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, man, podcasts, you can listen to a podcast about anything. It's so fucking amazing. I tell everyone that will fucking listen. This is the last Wild West medium. Because there is no barrier of entry, mm-hmm. and Apple doesn't give a fuck like YouTube does, we can do whatever the fuck we want here. Yeah. YouTube, fuck them with their, oh, God, if there's profanity, we won't let you make fucking money. Yeah. Yeah, recently they sent me emails over the last months over the last 12 months every once in a while i'll get an email about a, a video that had quite a few thousand views and they would say well you're not qualified for um what is it monetize anymore on and then it, it just fucking stupid you know what i went i went on youtube i deactivated all my videos i'm not, that's I'm why not, I, I'm not gonna let you have free views anymore fuck you that's why I went to Vimeo. That's why I'm charging for it. And I, I emailed Vimeo before I signed up for the pro account. Like, this is what my show is about. This is what happens on it. Yeah. Are we good to go? And they went, yeah, it's fine. As long as there's not actual pornography, we don't care. Yeah. Because I found out the hard way I'm not pornographic enough to be on Pornhub. Because when YouTube wouldn't take me, that was my first. I'm like, I'll just go over to Pornhub and monetize there. And they went, yeah, I mean, you can't just have nudity. People got to fuck before we'll give you. We need a penetration. God damn it. <laughs> I'm in a horrible gray area. It's like, well, too risque for YouTube, not pornographic enough for Pornhub. It's, you know what, dude? I think it's just better like that. It's better not to. It's kind of like it reminds me of Howard Stern back in the day. Like, you know, like um, you're just showing a, it's like a tease. You just, you know. A little bit. Why go all the way and just show everything, you know? It just kind of... Oh, yeah. No. I'm right there with you. And I don't demand people give me fucking nudity. If it happens in the course of a show, it fucking happens. For sure. You know, it... That's what I tell all my guests. (laughs) Oh, man. When we would do an in-person one, I got to get naked for you? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah man uh you definitely have to get naked uh and uh we're gonna have to re recreate that scene with the whiskey bottle bro <laughs> uh, are you gonna play anna maybe <laughs> or, uh, you, you know that also involves not wearing any pants right oh shit Oh, man. I don't know. The 26% Jew in me might not let me do that. No. What are you talking about? The industry's full of Jews. Oh, yeah. There, there is a lot of Jewish uh, porn actresses and actors. There are indeed. Yeah. There are indeed. Did um, you uh, see everything I shot over to you, by the way? No, let's see. 
Oh shit! <laughs> okay, then now I see why you were saying uh, <laughs> not wearing any pants. That makes a lot of sense. No. So for the audio audience that is missing out and probably like, what the fuck are these assholes talking about? Yeah. Anna doesn't believe in underwear, apparently. Yeah. No, she does not. No, like I'm like, hey, can you get topless and just you know pour booze over my head? She's like, uh, I don't believe in underwear. I don't have anything on under this dress. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if that's how it's got to be. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. Right on, man. Good for you, dude. Eh, it's a living. Good scene. No, it's not even a living. It's, it's a black hole for money. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a black hole I love throwing money into, so fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. Good for you, man. It's good to see uh, um, uh, another fellow Jew, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Making it, man. Hell yeah. That's good stuff, dude. Well, right on, man. What, what, let me ask you, um, so when I go to L.A., obviously, L.A.'s big. Like, what, what part of L.A. do you, we're not going to reveal where, but like what part? Hollywood, baby. Right in Hollywood, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's why you're like around so many, so many things, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm only a couple miles from pretty much all the major comedy clubs. I did a podcast. Uh, you know Earl Skakel? I know Earl. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I I had him on my podcast not too long ago, and uh, it's West Hollywood, West from the Comedy Store, and it. Went over there, recording his uh, in his uh, apartment and everything. It was, it was pretty cool. I'm like, damn, dude, just living. Even though, yeah, it's West Hollywood, fucking gays everywhere, you know. Uh, but who cares unless you're a fucking homophobe, you know? It's fucking, it's so beautiful out there, man. I remember. I love it. I remember. I, I, oh, what were we saying? I couldn't see myself living anywhere else at this point. Yeah, dude. Dude, if. It, can you imagine living in West Hollywood? It's like you don't really have to worry about like getting mugged. Everybody's gonna be cool, you know. It's like what the gay guy's gonna mug you. Gay guys don't mug people. Yeah, but there's also no magic bubble that keeps bad people out of good neighborhoods. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's the I'm same thing about, with the Vegas. Yeah, I'm not about dropping my guard anywhere. <laughs> Always gotta be around of your surroundings, right? Yeah. I was situational. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Situational awareness will see you through better than any weapon will. Yeah. Just being aware. I always, yeah. I always hear people getting mugged like comics on their way home from doing a spot in L.A. and in New York. Yeah, because they're out late night by themselves, and probably, you know, they may have seen it coming and just been like, meh yeah do you know how often people do dumb shit because of fucking pride like i'm not gonna cross the street yeah yeah that's true it's the street it's the street just cross it yeah F fucking i would rather come home intact and maybe have my ego bruised a little bit if i see kids or teenagers i cross the street fuck it i don't want to be around them no what what the fuck do i want to be anywhere near a teenager for unless they're 18 and on set I 
There you go. You heard it from the rabbi himself. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Dude, we got to do this again, bro. We got to do, do the podcast uh, um, when, when I either I go to L.A. or you come here. Eventually, it's yeah. going to happen. I'm bummed I'm not in Vegas this week. AVN's happening right now, and I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. Next, Well, next I, time you come, maybe I could pad. go with you or something. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, and I have a media badge sitting there waiting for me right now. I mean, I could still get a bug up my ass and drive down there sometime this week if I want to, but I want to stay in L.A. and make money instead of spending money to be in Vegas. And I know my audience likes my AVN content. I'm just never satisfied with it. Yeah, it gets too crazy. Well, it's not even that it gets too crazy. So two years ago was the first year we recorded from AVN. And I did like nine shows of varying quality. Some of them were pretty good. Some of them were not so good. Last year, I did. I had 17 guests on, each for like seven to ten minutes. And some of it was great. Some of it was not so great. But it's not really what I do on the show. What I do on the show is I sit and I drink with you for two hours. Yeah. I don't just ask you a fucking question that you rattle on about for 10 minutes. And some of them were fucking great. Daisy Ducati told the story about being kidnapped by Coolio. <laughs> wow. I want to hear that. <laughs> Go back to the AVN episode from last year. Yeah. Uh, what I asked everyone who came on the show was, what was your wildest AVN experience? And it, it definitely varies greatly. But there's some great wild stories. And I it was good content, but it's not what the show is. Right. Like a hangout. Yeah, like it's a drunken hang for the most part. For sure. Versus me asking you a question and trying to get a story out of you. Which I will try to get a lot of stories out of you instead of just one. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was more of a financial choice than anything else. It was more of a, I will spend fifteen hundred, two grand to go to go to Vegas when I could stay in LA, work on stuff I got to get done, make some money. Yeah, and be on Thanks for the Invite podcast for free. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> well, shit! I just agreed to do it for free. I was gonna say I was gonna send you a bill for this. Oh huh? shit! <laughs> hey man, put it on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patreon may be coming. I, I, what I'm planning to do with Patreon for your audience, if they yeah. come interested, what, if I launch it, because the video versions of the show are on Vimeo, they're going to be submitted to IMDb as new media. So one of the tiers of the Patreon is probably going to be producer of the show. So if you want to be a producer of the video version of And Now We Drink, that will be a tier of the Patreon. Boom. There IMDb, it is. IMDB credits for everyone. There you go. <laughs> right on, Matt. Well, Matt Slayer, the Slayer himself, uh, I got to take off. But, uh, man, thank you so much for taking the time, bro. I, it's been a long time coming, and uh, you were one of the first people I thought of when I said I'm, I'm about to relaunch my podcast. And, uh, and I say relaunch, you know, I was just gone for a few months, been busy. But thank you, man. Thanks for doing the podcast. Uh, what would you like to promote? And where can people find you? 
Well, first and foremost, you can find me in Hollywood, and I would like to promote my penis. There it you needs go. more promotion. <laughs> you put a uh, yarmulke on it, like a rabbi and shit. Oh yeah, no, it's it's made of latex, but yeah, it's like a it's like a yarmulke. Okay, okay. No, in all reality, and now we drink podcast. We are out every Thursday at noon with the audio versions. Anywhere you get podcasts, the show is available. You can always check out my hijinks on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, it is Matt underscore Slayer. On Instagram, is Matt Slayer. I have a Facebook. Some things from the other social medias end up there. It's Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. The podcast itself is, and now we drink on Twitter, and now we drink underscore on Instagram. The po- at YouTube where the audio versions are on YouTube. There'll be teasers for the video version is at YouTube, and now we drink. The Vimeo version is coming real soon. If you enjoy our bullshit, watch us actually, like, watch me make funny facial expressions and occasionally some tits. <laughs> I can't promise they'll all be someone else's tits. Sometimes they're my tits. <laughs> and uh, I want to promote one for you. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to listening to your buddy reenacting uh, uh, the voice of uh, the porn star. So, um episode 85 go listen yep, to that one. episode 85 and now we drink redact yes redact yeah <laughs> all right brother well guys uh hit me up on freddycorea.com you can find all my social media stuff on there thank you guys for listening and you guys have a good week peace Say I'm a dog when I lead you far.